Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, this is Vanessa, and this is Asabi, and together we are Wine, Wine and, and Sympathy. Sympathy. Yay! Welcome, welcome. Episode, I have no idea. I don't know either. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I'm glad we're on the same page about that. Yay! <laughs> yes, what how are you, you going? Ugh, oh. crying. I did a bit of crying. Oh. Um, Shame. Yeah, no, it's, there's a lot going on. Like, normally I say, oh, nothing. Um, but in this latest lockdown. No, you don't. Normally you talk about all the stuff you've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> but I always start by saying nothing, and then we laugh, and then I talk about the stuff I've been doing. Um, but yeah, this last lockdown hit pretty hard, mm. and I'm sure you know, like, I was in my room for two days. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yes, it was um, <clears throat> just a lot of really cool things have been sort of shelved at the moment because of lockdown across the country. Um, but I mean... I I wrote some songs. I spent a lot of time writing with my ukulele and in my songwriting group. Um, I wrote a Japanese pop song. As you do. Yes. Um, yeah. I think it will run the nation at some point or ruin my career. I don't know. <laughs> Let's not go with ruin. Let's not go from zero to 100. Exactly. Um, but hopefully things will be coming back. I mean, a lot of things have been rescheduled and... Um, yeah, we're just sort of trying to get ourselves back on track. How about yeah. you? What have you been up to? Lovely? Same, same. Um, due to this lovely pandemic, I've had some time with me, myself and my bed, mm-hmm. um, which is probably not the best thing because there's always like a half glass of wine left <laughs> over on my on my bedside table from the night before and I go, oh, I'm not going anywhere. Might as well start the day off with a glass of vino. Well, you'll be proud of me. I did have a little snip of whiskey while you were away. Good. And Ness knows I never tap into my liquor cabinet, but you know, by the way, yeah, I I decided that yeah, let's just let's just have a little nip. It's only going to go off. That Um, is true. (laughs) uh, I did actually uh, have a wonderful chance to disappear to Cairns and Mm. got to swim with the fishies um, and got to go to the Great Barrier Reef. I'm so incredibly blessed. Uh, if you want to check out all those deals, go to Discover Queensland and also even just go on to find my holiday or myholidays.com.au. I would like to do a massive shout out to everybody in Cairns who made it possible for us to go or for me to have a wonderful time. Great adventure tours were the best and um, we got everything for half price. So check these deals out now while we're in the middle of this pandemic because some good has got to come out of it. That's right. And a lot of Queensland, northern, far north Queensland is open for us. So if you, yeah, so Queenslanders, if you do want a holiday, this is the time to go if you're able to. Yeah. So, all right. Well, shall we get into it? I don't know. Who's our fabulous guest today? All right. Well, we have with us today the beautiful Mel Evans. She's the creator and operator and lead performer. Can I say that? 
You're a performer. Now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I said it. I said it. Of um, Melly Melody Entertainment. She has a degree in fine arts from the Queensland University of Technology. She's a qualified drama teacher with performance and directing experience in musical theater. This is how I met her. Uh, she works as a vocalist with jazz, blues, and big bands. And she's toured Australia with Menopause, the musical Women on Fire. If you haven't seen it, you should. It's amazing. I can really feel that. <coughs> Now, Mel has also created a number of tribute specials, including A Sentimental Journey, Celebrating Doris Day, Swonderful, a tribute to the ladies of the 40s, 50s, and 60s, and most recently, Good Morning Vietnam, songs from the Vietnam era, and many more to come, because she's just amazing. So, hi, Mel. And welcome. Thank you. Hi, Asabi. Hi, Vanessa. Hello. <laughs> We're so glad to, yes, glad um, to have you. That kind of sounds like I've been doing a bit, doesn't it? You have been. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I need to read my CV a little bit more often. <laughs> you know what? That's actually a really good thing. People who are feeling a bit down the dumps during this uh, secondary, third, fourth, fifth lockdown, sixth, sorry, Victoria, if you are feeling bad about yourself, just open your CV or look at the stuff you've done in your photos and your Facebook and realise that this is not the end. And you actually are all amazing. That's right. Yes. I'm so excited to hear more about these shows. What's your favourite to produce or create so far? Oh, my goodness. That's hard. That's like picking your favourite child, isn't it? And Mm. you know how that goes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's always a favourite one, though. It never ends well. (laughs) Look, um, I think I'll always have a soft spot for... Uh, the Doris show, because mm. that was one of the very early ones um, that I guess that was my first foray into... Uh, no, it wasn't. I lie. My first foray was Vintage Selection, so yes. before Doris. But I think Doris be, is probably, yeah, my fondest, mainly because it was the first one I took out to a lot of venues... There mm. was, uh, you know, a lot of there was a lot involved with that in terms of, uh, you know, charts, getting all the charts ready, and ma- you know, having the music exactly how it was when Doris was performing it. Mm. Also, I love Doris Day, oh who God, does who it. Does She's it just incredible. Oh. So I think, you know, for me to be able to perform her music, I don't imitate her, and in fact, none of our shows, you know, we don't imitate any of the artists. It's more celebrating their music. And, um, you know, their artistry and things like that. But that was probably one of my favourites. <laughs> no, not my favourites. I'm not allowed to say that. <laughs> you can say it. This is a safe space. It is you can safe say and that. I appreciate that. <laughs> but I think they're also different, you know. And uh, like many people, my taste in music is really diverse. Mm. So um, I, I think that, you know, moving on to something like uh, Good Morning Vietnam – Music from the Vietnam War era. I mean, that music I've been listening to as well since I was a young child when my parents used to play it. And, of course, you know, my age group, I'm a little bit older than you guys. Are you, though? I don't <laughs> think I don't you know. are. <laughs> my yeah. hair's greyer, that's for sure. Uh, well, but, I mean, I'm just different. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, well, maybe I'm not older. But, you know, we had MASH on the television. When mm-hmm. I, yeah, yeah, so mm-hmm. we had the... Um, uh, you know, born on the fourth of July, Forrest yeah. Gump, all of those mm-hmm. movies. China Beach. Yes, China yes, Beach. China I Beach. That. So China good. Beach. It was amazing. Mm. Oh, it was. That. Can't yeah, believe it didn't go for longer. I know. Mm. So yeah. all that music mm. was, you know, featured quite heavily throughout all of those TV shows, and of course we've had a number of movies. Yes. So it's always been, you know, been music that I've loved, and I do tend to do shows that I'd like to go and see. Right. So. Okay. 
I try and comes from the passion within. Yeah, mm. I think. What would I like to go and see? Oh my god! You know what we call this? The soundtrack of your life. Yes. Oh, oh wow. my god! I can see your show already. What's that show <laughs> that used to be on? This is your this life. Is your life. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, the soundtrack <laughs> of your life. Yes, yeah. I like the soundtrack of your life, but yeah. that does make me feel a bit old. Uh. Oh, you're not. Okay. What about the big chill? That was another. Yeah, yes. Great yes. Movie that yes. Music to it. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. I was yeah. just thinking about that movie the other day. Actually, yeah. I think there's a show on. Stan or Netflix, it's a serial or, or perce- what do you call it, episodal yeah. show. But it, I, when I was reading about it, I was like, oh my god, that actually sounds like the Big Chill. Oh, <laughs> but great. it was written for today. Yeah, you know? mm. yeah, great. that would be a kind of cool thing. Uh, obviously, you're doing productions, and that's your passion. Would you ever consider writing a musical TV show? Uh, it's not something I have considered. To be honest, but thanks for putting the idea there. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, Can I have a role? <laughs> <laughs> Same. <laughs> I'm sorry. All those roles have been all those roles have been precast. Yeah. No, oh, wow. no, 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 no. I'm just <laughs> no, no. As in she works quickly. As in you guys are already in those roles. Oh right. See. Oh okay. So, all yeah, right. When way to cover. Auditions. Way to cover. Yeah. That's exactly right. So improv is a skill. <laughs> roll with the punches don't you (laughs) (laughs) but uh, I don't know about a musical tv show but certainly uh, you know I'd like to write a musical but yeah we'll see about that it's difficult now do you do you do you arrange your own charts or do you work with hell no yeah because that's That's difficult (laughs) I yeah I mean that's a whole nother skill set for people who aren't musicians what's a chart oh sorry yes well a chart basically (laughs) is the music that you can put in front of any musician who can read music um, and it just uh, – basically they can read. They play what they're reading so they don't need to know the song necessarily. They can just read and play yeah, as Thank they you. see the chart. That's all yes, right. And yes. it's, it's, not, um, it's not required for every show. So things like uh, Good Morning Vietnam and the big stadium rock show that's coming up, I mean – they're, you know, we're working with rock bands and sure. they're very, very familiar with learning by ear. They learn, yep. they, that's the way that they generally operate. Mm. So for those shows, limited charts and they're really just, they're more like a lead sheet for some of the medleys we have. Sure, right. Whereas shows like the Dora Show and an excellent vintage selection, for example, and the Barbara Show, uh, all fully charted. Yes, yeah. that's right. And you just, yeah. Some of those you would use just jazz standards, though, wouldn't you? Yes, yeah. sometimes. So, um, yeah, for a couple of the shows, so a couple of the Doris charts and for Swonderful, you know, you can buy the charts off uh, is it E-Jazz Lines. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you just got to, you know, keys and things like that yeah. sometimes. I tend to just use iReal Pro because I'm yeah. cheap. <laughs> no, no, that that does – I we do have – some of those as well. Mm. It just mm. depends on the configuration of the band That's and who right. you're working with as well. Yeah. So if you're working with people that you're always working with and they've done the material before, they're like, yeah, cool. Mm. But mm. for anybody who's new in the mix, you know, it yeah, then you it's have to helpful if it. they've got a chart. Yeah. yeah. So when yeah. was your first experience on stage? Hmm. Well, it's funny. I, I don't remember. Mm, I was in Oliver when I was... Around about nine. Me too. Were you? Yep. That's such a wonderful musical. Isn't it? And it's not done enough. No. No, because it isn't. It's, it's really... It's beautiful. It is. Mm. Musically, it's setting the story. The whole thing is really 
quite lovely and I'm surprised more people don't do that. I know, considering that when companies and community theatre and what have you do musicals in Australia, like one of them does one and then everybody does that same one. You're right, Oliver, I have not seen done. Sydney uh, was. I did Oliver and I played Oliver. I think it was nine. Did you play Oliver? (laughs) Please, sir. May I have some (laughs) more? Um, and it you was did all, that so well. Uh, <laughs> it was an all girls school. Oh yeah, oh. Right. So that was a little twist. That there we you had. go. Yeah. Yeah. It was very, there very you cool. Go. Yeah. But you think your first experience was Oliver? Yeah. My first, I think, my first on stage being directed by somebody else. Yes. However, I will say that I was directing local kids in productions before that I at my place. Were. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> Backyard Productions. In yes. the lounge room. Um, yes. I mean, I was, uh, I think the first one was Peter and the Wolf. Love oh it. God, yeah. So Love is it. it, who's the composer? Prokhyov? Prokhyov? He's a Russian uh, composer. Yes, yes. Yeah. I think anyway, so, so yeah. my mum, she had very varied taste in music as well. Mm-hmm. So we'd have everything from classical, you know, through to rock, all, all sorts of different stuff. But for some reason, I think the storyline, you know, really got me. Yeah. So, of course, I would be Peter because of hello. Because you can. Uh, <laughs> I was the eldest child as well. So, I was always boss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my poor sister, she was always the wolf. So, she was the one that copped the rope around the neck and, oh. you know, all of this kind of thing. When but I you was didn't have a real rope, did yeah, you? Oh, well, these were back in the days where we lived wild yeah. and crazy, Asabi. <laughs> you know, everything no was real. <laughs> no face masks. No, jumping off, you know, high bits and pieces mm-hmm. and... Uh, onto the trampoline. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, the, the play park had these big timber things that you'd climb up. You'd get splinters in every time you exactly. played. Exactly. And then gravel on the ground. Yeah. So, hey. Absolutely. <laughs> Made you strong. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> We're the strongest generation ever. Yeah, right. Mm. <laughs> exactly. Now, did you always know that you wanted to be a performer? If you were doing these plays from such a young age. Yeah, I did. That's all I wanted to do. Um, was sing, was perform, was create. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I did when I was really young. That's just sure. – I mean, we used to put on concerts all the time for the family, my yeah. poor family. <laughs> I, do, I do feel for them. Um, so, you know, I direct my sister and my cousins and we we do concerts in the backyard, in the lounge room, in the back of the car, you name it. Wow. It we did happening. concerts in my – Grandma's lounge room. We'd charge everyone twenty cents. Yeah, and Granddad, yeah. Granddad, yeah. be like, "You're charging me twenty cents to come into my own lounge room." Like, yeah, but yeah. you're about to see us perform <laughs> Abba songs yeah. with um, <laughs> guitars shaped out of tennis rackets. That's right. <laughs> so you're in for a treat. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, well, yeah. this was pre iPhones and iPads. That's right. Yeah. You know, there were what three TV stations, one of which was ABC. Mm-hmm. You well, know, nobody so wants to watch that. No, I'm no, kidding. but I'm not. Kidding. I do now, but back yeah. in the day, yes, exactly. You know, it was when like you're boring. a child, yeah. yeah. So you made your own entertainment. Mm. Um, so I think you know we we were particularly creative, but um, yeah, that's all I ever wanted to do. Now, did you do a lot of community theatre growing up? Yeah. So from so of course I you know I did the standard ballet, jazz. Ballet, ballet, but clearly I'm not a ballet dancer. That's how when you do ballet, you're like flying your wings. You dance like me. (laughs) Yeah, anybody who knows me knows that I'm really good at freestyle Mm -hmm. improv dancing. Yeah. You know, interpretive is my bag. Step touch. Yeah, but the minute you try to 
kind of coordinate and choreograph me, it all falls right down. Right. And then you have to sing. Go. Oh, yeah. No, that doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) One or the other. One or the other. (laughs) That's right. Yep. You know what? I I tell choreographers, and I told our friend Maureen this, actually, when I worked with her recently. I said, I don't need to dance. I'm a singer. (laughs) And she just looked at me and laughed. (laughs) As she does, you know. But she does make everyone look so good, I have to say. I remember doing Legally Blonde with her and, you know, somebody actually even said to me after the show, I can't believe Maureen made you look like you could dance. I said, she's a miracle worker, there's no doubt about it. She is. Now, for for our listeners who don't know, we're talking about the lovely Maureen Bauer, who is the director-choreographer extraordinaire of Brisbane she's everywhere she does everything she is amazing she performs she choreographs she directs she's amazing and she's how I actually met Mel that's true I remember when you walked into that audition room (laughs) I was so nervous (laughs) were you well a little bit I I think I think I actually like dressed up sort of nice or whatever I don't do that anymore now I just go in in jeans but (laughs) Back then, I think I think I had a, like a nice dress on, and I was like, "I need to impress these people." <laughs> oh, impress no as you did! <laughs> oh, oh my goodness! You. you started singing, we were like, "What?" <laughs> Hi, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like an idiot, I think Sign I left my notes now. behind as well. Did you? Oh, I don't I remember that. So. Yeah, I think so because I was like, "Oh, you know, I will I'll be honest. I only learned those songs that morning." <laughs> did you? Yeah, because Maureen had contacted me the day yeah, before. Yeah, 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 and yeah. I was like. Uh, I mean, yeah, sure, I'll come and audition. And I thought, how hard could it be? It's musical theater. Yeah, no, they were not easy songs. And I think even one of them, I pulled the sheet music from the movie and not the show. Oh, yeah, right. So it was different. different. Yeah. But you guys didn't make me sing that one. So I was That's like, oh, thank God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny because musical theater auditions are very different to, you know, auditioning with band kind of yes, yes. set up, isn't it? It's, mm, mm. it's quite different. Um, but yeah, very, very happy that I met you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm very happy I met you guys too. It really kind of started my journey into the theater world here in Brisbane. So I think you were only the second production that I'd done here. Right. Yeah. So, mm. But what about in the States? Had you done? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, yeah. I'd done a lot in the States. Yeah, yeah. cool. Mm. But okay. not here. In Br- I was still like, you know, just doing the engineer thing, being yeah. an egghead. And then Maureen sent me this message and I was like, well, I mean, I guess. Why not? So, yeah, sure. That was a great but show. It was. All right, guys, we're going to take a short break and come back with a special guest on top of our special guest. Woo. The world is a mess. War, famine, politics. Why can't everyone just get along? Yeah, like in musicals. Musicals fix everything. If people listened and learned from musicals, everything would be better. Music, lights and spontaneous choreography. What isn't there to love? If you want to learn all of life's important lessons... Or just listen to some musical theatre nerds wax lyrical... Subscribe to Musicals Tell Me Everything I Know, wherever you find fun and funny podcasts. Or at our website at thatsnotcanonproductions.com. A That's Not Canon Productions podcast. And we're back with a little special guest who is, I believe, the star in a couple of your shows... Correct. So, <laughs> Shalina Bain, she is uh, the principal lead in, of Jean in Cloudland the Musical. She also played Tarzan's mother, Carla, in Tarzan the Musical with the Gold Coast Australian release. 
She's a lead vocalist for Good Morning Vietnam, hello, uh, which is Simon Gardner's big sta- stadium rock show, and she's a full-time vocalist with the touring East Coast band Trace. Now you can find Trace on YouTube, and you can also book them for events and functions. Welcome, Shalina. Welcome, Shalina. Hey, thank you so much. Thank you very much for having me. It's a privilege. Fantastic. So, Shalina. Welcome to the show. We are sitting here with Mel Evans, as you know, the director of Good Morning Vietnam and Simon Gardner's big stadium rock show. We're very happy to have you chatting with us today. Oh, well, thank you so much. Thank you. It's, um, yeah, I'm quite excited to get into it. That's fantastic. Now, we know that um, you've been working as a performer now for how long? How long have you been performing? Or this, is this something that you've been doing your entire life? Yes, definitely. It was my very first job as a performer. I got my first contract as a cabaret singer in Newcastle. And I was uh, 15 years old. And my dad had to sit through every single show because I I wasn't legally allowed to be there without a parent guardian. Oh my <laughs> gosh, that's amazing! And this was in Newcastle. And what kind of music did you sing? So he had to sit down the the whole show, and I was actually a cheerleader at the time. So my poor dad was was sat right up the back. But um, ever since then, working at the theatre, I've then moved into band work, a lot of different corporate tours. And now, more so, my international production shows. That's amazing. So, Shalina, welcome. So happy to have you here. Um, tell us about your experience working with Mel- Melody. Ah, oh, what a dream. <laughs> what an incredible dream. Extremely happy to be part of this production. She's absolute delight and really supports every single performer especially at the moment with with covid and and all the chaos there's never a moment where we haven't been updated promptly about our shows um there's continuous communication but there's also there's also a lot of of love in the production The, the group that i'm working with are sensational talent and i'm very honoured to be a part of this group because they wholeheartedly put their heart and soul into these productions and um, I'm extremely grateful to just be able to stand on stage with these legends, to be honest. They are some of the most hardworking and dedicated entertainers that I've ever had the privilege of, of sharing the stage with. That's really cool. Now, how did you find out about um, Mel's Productions? Well, I'm part of a online website, the uh, web page for casting agents to promote mm-hmm. upcoming auditions and performers like myself can submit themselves to these applications. And I, I came across Mel's advertisement last year, actually, early last year. It was just before the very first lockdown. Right. And I had a audition secured, but to be honest, I get extremely nervous with auditions. So when they said the auditions are going to be pushed back due to lockdown, I was actually really happy. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> and do you... I get terrified, but yes. it ended up coming into, into fruition in the end. I, I know exactly how you feel. 
Do you have any advice for any performers about auditions or like how to calm your nerves during auditions? It sounds very silly. Um, the only advice that works for me is, you know, people say breathe, meditate, know everything, be confident. Honestly, none of that works for me. <laughs> the only thing that works <laughs> is my friend, almost every audition, my friend does up a fake invoice for me and she says, I am going to hire you to walk into this room and sing and perform for these certain people. That's amazing. And I have to completely change my mind frame because if I go in there wanting the judges to pick me and wanting to be amazing and wanting to give an incredible performance, my nerves just kick in. But if I know that it's a show that, in my head, I've done a thousand times, I've done thousands of telegrams, mm -hmm. and every single one of them has been different. So if I think that it's a singing telegram, mm -hmm. and I'm coming in to surprise them and to give them a present, then it changes the entire show. <laughs> that's, a that's a beautiful sort of bit of reverse psychology to use. I think yes. that's fantastic advice for any performer to to treat every audition as if it is a performance as opposed to, oh, I'm going into audition and I hope these people like me. Just go in knowing that you already have the part and that's why you're going in to perform. That's amazing. That's so good. So now, uh, Shalina, what do you have coming up? We have an amazing show coming up. It is Simon Gardner's big stadium rock and it is going to be massive so we're playing all the huge rock hits throughout the decade yep the costumes are crazy that's amazing <laughs> i think lots of black leather studs all the crazy patterns of the 80s rock oh my god huge no whips or chains right <laughs> <laughs> yeah massive hair big smoke machines crazy lights and lots of dancing it's going to be good fun all right we've got someone here who would like to say hello to you hey shalina it's mel how are you going hello oh wonderful to hear your voice i know what a surprise right i was totally surprised when vanessa and wasabi oh. said we've got shalina and i looked at them like I didn't know who they were talking about, but I did know who they were talking about because there's only one Shalina. You know what I mean? Totally. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just, I had a moment of, what? Oh, my goodness, yay. It's good to hear you. <laughs> I'm actually going through the same expression here myself. Going, oh, I had no idea. Then I came. I see you've been busy with your costume preparations. I have been sourcing through all my costumes, but you know me, they're never good enough. So I'm online looking at lots of different things. Yeah, the costumes are a big part of the shows, of course. Yes. You know, so it's, it's, it's an important, important part of history if we're looking at, you know, how music helps tell history. Mm. And it does. Mm. So, um, well, and fashion know. has always been linked with music and it's a yeah, huge right. part of the music story. Yeah. yeah, and it's fun, although... I must say, 
so far, Simon is absolutely flatly refusing to wear spandex. <gasps> what? I know. <laughs> you can't. This is the 80s. Well, wait, is it the 80s? 80s Are you doing 90s. some 80s and 90s? Yeah. So you yeah. have to wear spandex. You yeah. have to. At least with tassels on the side. Yep. Yeah. Now, do you have Jimmy as your drummer? We do. Yeah, so Jimmy will be all over that spandex. He yeah. loves it. Actually, he's the, he's the least of our worries. Yeah, in that's right. Spandex, <laughs> spandex and hair. Yeah, I think he's probably got a wardrobe full of spandex. I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Shalina, we've really enjoyed you calling in. Thank you so much for having a little chat with us about your experience working with Mel. And um, we look forward to coming and seeing the, what is it, the big... What's Simon Gardner's Big Stadium Rock Show. There you go. So everyone, <laughs> we, we will be putting some social media links out, and you can come and see Shalina in the flesh or in spandex. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and she more built importantly, it out. Shalina is part of Trace Covers Band, which is located on the Gold Coast, but they're all over Queensland. So if you do have a local venue you want to support, go up to them and say, hey, you guys should hire Trace. That's right. That's right. Well, thank you so much, Shalina, for coming in and coming in, for ringing in and chatting Thanks, with us. <laughs> See ya. Oh, well, thank you so much. And I just want to give a big shout out to everybody that's still supporting live music and live venues. It's extremely important at the moment, and we do appreciate everybody just getting the word out that now that lockdown's over, live music's coming straight back into all the theaters and all the clubs so please if you can um come on down it's perfectly safe fantastic well done thank you so much shalina and we will hopefully chat with you again soon most definitely thanks Selena. fantastic thank you so much thanks bye so for more information bye. on all of those shows that we just sort of discussed on briefly check out okay let me say this five times real quick no i'll say it once www.mellymelody.com.au That is correct. And they're yes. also on Facebook and Instagram. So if you go to their webpage, there will be links to their Facebook and their Instagram page. Even during this crazy time, we are still producing, creating. And I want to ask, like, how has COVID affected you, Mel? Oh, yeah, not, it's not been great. <laughs> How do oh, we sugarcoat that? <laughs> yeah, actually not supposed I mean, to be a card. You, you didn't make it's tons of money during the oh, lockdown? <laughs> man, I don't make tons of money even when there's no lockdown, Asabi. This is, you know, I'm not at that level yet. I really wish I was. Uh, one day I'm sure it will happen. I think you will be. Look at yeah. I have an so idea far. for you, yeah, actually. That I'm all about I'd ideas. I'd like to talk about afterwards. Because the more you create, the more you create, right? Yes, and, that's right. And um, I find that, yeah, uh, lots of ideas come to me. I get them all the time. Mm. And but it's about, I mean, I don't even write them down. All I do is okay. Well, if that idea is still with me in six months' time, I know it's something to pursue. Yes, and that's the way that I operate. But mm. um, yeah, COVID's been hard for everyone. I mean, last on that Saturday, the thirty-first, I had we had we were in the theatre. Mm -hmm. We'd bumped in most of the lights, uh, the lighting rig, the sound. People, most of the performers had turned up to the venue and we had three hours notice. Um, oh, that sucks. Mm. So that was pretty devastating. Um, I, think I, I think I hold the record at that venue for the shortest amount of time for a sure. cancellation. Not sure. even bumping. Yeah. No, that's yeah. right. So that, I mean, and even when I, I, I pulled in and I heard it on the radio, I'm like, that's okay, 4 p.m., we'll do the show. It was a matinee. We'll do it without an intermission. We'll cut a couple of songs. Totally doable, right? Because you, you do, you you've got to work around. Yeah, you just yeah. like mm. bang, bang. Yeah. Mm. 
But then, you know, the advice was for people to go home if they were out and ultimately the venue Ugh. was a council theatre. So, it wasn't my decision in sure. any case. So, yeah, it's it's been tricky and we had um, Good Morning Vietnam booked in New South Wales for shows yeah, for a couple that. of weeks. So, they've all been postponed. But it's happening to everybody. That's so right. You know, That's we're right. kind of yeah, reshuffling, rescheduling. Ugh. On that lovely negative note, um, <laughs> people, please support local arts. This is such an important note and it's all of our lives, isn't it? It is. You it truly is. Break? Let's take a short break and we'll be right back. Hi there, my name's Jessica Kate. And I'm Ellen Rose. And we're the hosts of Murder in the Land of Oz, a new Australian true crime podcast. Yes, we're starting off in Brisbane, our hometown, because relatable. Relatable. We're going to be coming to you every second Monday. So give us a listen, give us a like, and a subscribe. Come and join us on our journey where we explore the depths of true crime Australia. Oh, yeah. And we're back with the wonderful Mel Evans of Melly Melody. You say that five times real quick. Melly Melody, Melly Melody, Melody Melody. Yeah, nope. Say Messed four. it up third I time. If you it. can say it once... That's Probably all you need. I would yes. be so happy. <laughs> Melly Melody. There That's you it. go. It's a, it's a bit of an elephant in the room, that it, one. It's fantastic, though. I love it because it is like Melanie, Melody. It's a play on your name. Yeah, it's, it it's is a really play on cool. my name. And so when did this idea of coming uh, with your own production company, when did that come about? Melly Melody. Well, Melly Melody came from... <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's, you know, when I when it came to me, it was just so, it just came into my head. I'm like, that's it. That's right. But now it's proving really difficult for people to say. It's not a tongue twister. Not, it is a tongue twister. It is a tongue twister. Not to say, but I think just to get it right. Yeah, yes. I think that's it. So, well, my nickname with my family was often Melly, sometimes Smelly Melly. And I thought Smelly Melly doesn't work, does it? So I mean, no. What type of music that. are you presenting? True, true. So I dropped the smelly. Yeah. And then often, <laughs> I'm not saying it's not still lingering, but you know, <laughs> it's not part of my name anymore. But um, so I, I was teaching in high schools and then I made a decision that uh, that wasn't for me. I tried it. I didn't like it. Um, and I didn't want to keep doing it. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I don't mind working with young people. I actually quite enjoy that. I really love my colleagues. But it is an impossible job to do well now. Mm. And I like right. to do things well. Um, and it just, yeah. It's, it's a hard job. It's a very, very hard job. Yeah. And you just don't stop thinking about, you never switch off. Mm. So you're always thinking about the kids. The kids, the kids, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's their participation award this week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Nice. So it's, yeah, so I, that wasn't for me anymore. And I just, yeah, so I just wanted to get into, back into performing more and performing without a lot of pressure. So I actually started working in aged care facilities. So I'd just go in and do one hour concerts and I'd frock up in all my 40s and 50s, you know, dresses that. and set my hair and I'd sing all the old time stuff. So they loved it and I'd, I'd have song books and they had photos and stories and we just, it was beautiful, I loved it. Mm. And seeing how music really um, connected and how people connected with some of those songs. Mm. You know, you'd have people that, were in 
late stage dementia so they could they were non-verbal at all you know and they would just they'd be lying down in the portable beds mm-hmm. and one song be one song and they'd start singing oh and and God. a carer would say they'd have tears that person has tears. not said a word the entire time I've worked here wow and they just sang that song that's how wow. powerful music is it's mm. just unbelievable now you government know? if you're listening please understand music is powerful you need to support us. Yeah, anyway. stop shutting all these things. <laughs> That's right. God's <laughs> sakes. You know what I wonder though? Because, you know, I think, you know, history tells us that after every major crisis, and this, we are in a crisis, mm. that the arts and particularly music and theatre comes back Full bigger force. than ever. Yeah. Mm, mm. So I, I, I do wonder if that, I mean, not wonder, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful that that will happen here. And in the meantime, do we need to start some... You know, underground, underground cabaret movement. because yes. that's where cabaret was born, right? Yes, hello, no, exactly. Just cabaret, the actual show, exactly. Mm. So maybe there's, you know, maybe there's some people out there listening. That actually, Asabi's got a really cool idea. Okay, for a cabaret, but it's going to be something we talk about off air because yes. it's awesome. Yes, mm. do that. And um, I think it would be really cool <laughs> to get you, uh, get you. I yeah, involved. I yeah. And I have I I have a concert idea as well that cool. I need to I want to bring to you. And we yeah. both have roles in it. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) I I wouldn't expect anything else. (laughs) But mainly the reason I want to bring this idea to you is because I, so I've known you for a number of years now. And when I just saw what you did, like, and I've auditioned for you for some things and, you know, you send it to me and you say, and we've got these 10 dates booked. And I'm like, she's just created the show. How did you do that? So how... Yeah. How did and uh, so yeah. just tell me about the process and Yeah. So basically you book a date and you do a show, Asabi. Mm. That's that's it in its simplest form. So you don't wait until you've created the show. Sure. Like right. you have you've got once you've once it's been sitting there, this mm-hmm. is how I work. Mm-hmm. May not work for everyone because there's big risk involved, I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Um if that idea's been sitting there and you've you've done a bit of work on the development. It's not fully developed, mm-hmm. and you think, yeah, I think that's a goer. The only way to know it's got legs, right, is to book it's just to book it and do it. So yeah. it's a goal orientated process for me. You set mm. that goal. You go, yes. Okay, so I'm going to be doing yes. a Good Morning Vietnam yep. show based around the songs of the Vietnam era, and I'm going to do it at the Brisbane RSL Club. I don't even know if that exists. Yep. And you contact them and go, this is my show. Um, I'd like to do it on June the 1st. So, yeah. So, I would book the venue. So, I don't – some of my shows are what they call buy-ins where a venue will buy in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. And I'll pay you for the show. That doesn't happen a oh, great deal anymore. Like no. no. So, I book the venues. I pay for the venue hire. If the show doesn't sell, then that – That's on you. Yeah, yeah. That's on me. And that is the big risk. And okay. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. No, no, no. I, and I get that. And I guess where I'm coming from, it's not like I get the whole just book the show. But yeah. how do you – because I know that a venue has to accept that booking. Or if you're just saying, I'm going to hire the venue, they just say, yep, okay. Because Depends you're the playing at some big venues. Yeah, They're not yeah. like, you know, just the little pub down the road. No. Yeah. So I – I I will go to them with I usually so my process is that I have the show it's there I've done some work on it not mm, a lot but mm. some so it could be like so for example Good Morning Vietnam I'd read a book called We Got to Get Out of This Place Oh my God Me Too Great book right oh. and I read that and I thought 
yeah, right, this needs to be a show. And, I'm, and so what I did for that show is I Google searched because I always like to check there's no other shows. And there was a show, an Australian show called Rolling Thunder Vietnam. But it hadn't been done since 2015 or something like sure. that. And I thought, that's okay. And it looked like to be a different show from mine. My shows don't really have characters. Right. So we're live yeah. concert. It's a with yeah, live yeah concert that's right. Yeah. Music to the yeah. Time. And we mm. have stories and yada yada. Sure, but there's sure. no fully developed characters right. or anything like that. Right. Um, so I always check that first to make sure, you know, okay, what else is out there. Um, and then I will start a playlist. <laughs> And artwork. So I'll start the artwork. So I have Nikki, you know, Nikki Christian. Yes, I do. Yes, yep. you mm-hmm. would. Yeah, so she was stage manager for Hairspray. Yes. Yep. So she does my artwork. And so I will say to her, all right, um, I've got this show idea that I'd like to work on. Can This is what I'm thinking. Like, can we work on some artwork? So she'll start working on that with some ideas and she'll groan and roll her eyes a lot because I change my <laughs> mind a lot and, you know, um, but she's used to that now. Um, and so then I will have, I'll try and, yeah, get that kind of like a blurb or a show blurb or synopsis and I'll have some kind of artwork. Mm-hmm. It may not be the finished one, but it'll give an idea of that's what this show's about. And then I will send that through to a venue and I'll say I'd like to book the venue, what have you got available for this show? Fantastic. That's what I do. And you've got to pay deposits Yep. for most venues. That can range from, you know, a, a set $500 up to 100% of the higher fee. Far out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, start. I would say start small. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, my first vintage selection was at the Act One Theatre. Yep. Mm-hmm. At Strathpine, which is a beautiful little community theatre. Mm-hmm. Um, but that worked for me. Um don't expect to make big bucks from this. It's yep. it, certainly not initially because um, it, the outlays are pretty big. Sure, yeah. and and I'm being brutally honest. No, here. no, no, it's true. Yes, yeah. Initially, I'm being brutally honest here. And so unless yeah. you are a well-known brand or yes, name, that's right. Like it is really yeah. difficult. It and is you're building very a show, so you've got yep. a new show. But mm. I also think you've got a bit of a niche because you are going to venues of large suburbs yeah. of people of a older yes, age who that's know right. what you talk about for example uh, like good morning vietnam was the, one of the biggest shows you did was at the uh, logan entertainment center yeah yep that's right that was and then yeah. and rocky Rockhampton. and rockhampton mm. and cairns the cairns performing arts center yeah and i mean people are coming to see melly melody entertainment shows now because they're they know my you shows. they yeah. know what they're going to get that's so hot yeah, yeah it, that's really nice when you get that feedback. You know, mm. oh, ca- looking forward to seeing the show. I love your shows. It's like, what? What? <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, you're <laughs> you you're know? known. You're so like, we know, yeah. especially in Brisbane. Like, we, yeah. we all know who you are in Yeah. yeah. Ooh, do you have Brisbane. any plans to take it Australia well, worldwide? Yeah. I don't know about worldwide yeah, for a while, <laughs> but it's definitely Australia wide. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that we had, like I said, shows booked for New South Wales, and I would have booked more. But it's just so, it's been yeah. so uncertain for the last and 18 months. All of months. our friends in New South Wales and our listeners who are still in lockdown, we're sending you lots yeah, of love. Absolutely. And I wish I could afford to send you wine. I wish I could afford to send myself, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right. Instead, we will drink the wine. Yes, we'll drink okay. the wine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you've got none left. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've touched wine. But um, yeah, yeah, I think book, the sh- book a date. 
uh, that's how I work. That's sure. how it started Take for me. Take the risk. Take the risk. You've no one is going to come up to you generally and say, "Here, here's this money. I've booked a venue. Develop mm-hmm. the show." Yeah, that's right. I mean, maybe if you're like who. Who would they do that for now? Nicole Kidman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, no, Andrew Lloyd Webber has backers. He doesn't put his own money into stuff anymore. He has no. it yeah. for a long time. Yeah. Anyway. yeah. You know? But I'm sure in the very beginning, you know, yeah, you like do have it would have been yeah. difficult for him. Yeah. yeah. So you've mm. just got to take the risk. And, you know, it's a learning process regardless of the outcome, mm. regardless of what happens. You learn so much throughout that process. You learn um, – you get to meet and work with people – who become your people? Mm-hmm. Do you know your what family, I mean? Because yep. that's important. You yes. know, you have to, you have to gather the the right people around you because you've right. got to feel comfortable. They've kind of got to know how you work. You need to know how they work, and mm. it's you, you have to have that swift trust as well from the beginning. And yeah, I mean, yeah, it's evident in the fact that you do use the same performers and and band mm. throughout. Yeah, yeah, and that that's that's so key. Mm. Yeah, but also in, in a, you know put in other people. Well, yeah, that's um. right. <laughs> now, did you did you ever have a mentor? Did you ever have someone give you advice on how to go, or did you just say I'm gonna jump in and just give it a go? Look, I would love to say I had a mentor, but they are sadly missing mm. when you're producing shows. Um, <laughs> I have asked people to mentor me, um, and they've politely declined. And I understand it's a very tight market, mm-hmm. um, and it 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 is. I don't know that. Uh, no, short answer. No, I haven't had anybody mentor me. I've had to learn as I go along. Um, I will say, however, that my time with Prima, mm-hmm. yep, when I used to production manage, work backstage, I was on the committee. I learned an incredible amount from that. Yeah. So I did that for years, actually, and. Um, there is a lot to be said uh, for for being involved in, in good quality community theatre uh, where you are learning what's happening behind the scenes yes. because it's immense. Yes. And that taught me an incredible amount. Um, but I think when you get to um, – when you're actually out there and you're putting shows out, people don't like to share information. That is right. And that – that's a shame because I – and people ask me and I tell them. If mm, you want to know mm. something you ask me, I'll tell you. Mm. Um, because if any if anyone still wants to go out and do that and, and take that risk and put their money behind their sh- – then go for it. Exactly. Absolutely yep. go for it, you know. And it is a shame. I, I kind of understand but at the end of the day – <laughs> probably nine out of ten people that you give the information to when they ask aren't going to do anything anyway. That's right. And I don't mean that in an awful way. No. But that's just it's the way daunting. it is. It's daunting. It is daunting. It is. It's huge. Yeah. It's huge. And I, I find that when people get to a certain level, so, you know, when you're – every time you're doing something, you're at that level of performance or that level of yeah. experience or what have you, and, and your goal is maybe to be at um, the height, right? Yeah. You know, and so you're constantly working at each mm-hmm. level. Mm-hmm. And I find that once you get to a certain level you start to be surrounded by people who don't mind sharing information because they're not only confident in what they've done but they they realize that the market is huge and that there is room for everyone who wants to give it a go we're all different nobody's ever going to have the exact 
I, I can't speak. The same exact idea. So Absolutely. they're very willing to share yeah. information. And I mean, I'm not by any means saying that I've any anywhere near the pinnacle that I want to be, but yes. I've I'm starting to get to these levels where people are like, how can we help you? Yeah, you right. know, and, the yeah. and and they're not, you know, that's like, oh, you're a singer, I'm a singer. How can I help you? Yeah, you know, it's yeah. not a competition anymore exactly. because it well, it, it shouldn't be. It not should never not. be a competition because no one's ever like no one's gonna sing like Ness. No one's gonna sing that's like right. me. No one's gonna sing like you. That's right. They're You've got your thing, exactly. and there's always somebody out there who wants to hear it. That's and wants right. to see it. That's exactly right. And which will be different to what you put out. Exactly. What you put out. It's exactly. How you know. interesting that all mm. the shit we've been through over the past couple of years is nothing but positivity coming out of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I think it does get exciting. That it does. That's you have to be excited. That's mm. the other thing. Yeah. So when I start talking, I start talking a million miles an hour because this excites me. Mm. It, I, I can love tell. It. Yeah, right? Yeah, I and love it. Yeah, this is what people say. Oh, my God, calm down. You know, yeah. it's like, no, don't ever calm down. Never listen to them. <laughs> Keep on going. Keep going. Stay you that 110%. Your mouth, <laughs> yes. By the way, I'm just yeah. like wanging my finger in the air. Exactly. Like but you do have to be passionate. you got to yep. love it because mm. it's a lot of work. Mm. Um, and there will be setbacks. There will be, you know, people closing the door in your face. Absolutely. But every time a door closes, another one opens. Yeah, that's exactly so right. You yeah. know, you've got to take that as an opportunity. And, mm. you know, if it's meant to happen, if it's your door, it will open. That's right. That's so right. So another thing about mellymelody.com.au is on your website, we've got a couple of things. There. Obviously, the shows, and we've discussed that in great length. But you also do music events and weddings. Is that something that you love or is it something that you just do because it gives you some money? <laughs> um, no, I do love I, – I love to sing. Um, but I've, I've had some uh, health complications in the last 18 months, so they're hormonal. You mean I'm COVID? of a certain age. No, no. not that kind of <laughs> Oh, my God. Can I tell you something? Hold on. So I was in Dan Murphy's the other day, one of the shops we are allowed to go to during lockdown. Essential. Thank you. It was essential. And I was there getting myself some wine. And I was just wearing pretty much this except jeans. Mm -hmm. And I was standing in front of the organic wine, just having a bit of a choice, when all of a sudden I got hit by a hot flash. Menopause the music flush. <laughs> and, I just, and I actually was like, and this is me acting while I should be talking. And I just sort of doubled over and I was like. <gasps> <laughs> and I realised I didn't have a bra on. So <laughs> I, had, I had a no bra. I had a very thin T-shirt and a very big jumper. And I was like, what am I going to do? What? And I went, you know what? Fuck it. I'm taking off the jumper. I don't care if people can see my boobs. This is not okay. I would normally just take all yeah, my clothes yeah, yeah, off yeah. as Asabi has seen me do. I have. Yeah, yes. times. Yeah. And this is the first hot flush I've had in months. Oh, really? So I had I've been taking some pills and some stuff to sort of bring it down because mm. I'm of a certain age myself. But <laughs> You I look too young, that. I have to say. But um, <laughs> is it that? Is it that one? Yeah, that that's right. So it's the, the menopause. Um, the musical. Yeah, well, not quite. <laughs> now well, playing at a venue near you <laughs> in life real life. Now yeah, because when I was in that show, I didn't – it hadn't started. Nothing had happened for me and I was like, yeah, whatever. Um <laughs> And now, um, yeah, it's it's had an impact on my voice, unfortunately. Oh so, no. yeah, so I'm just working through it. But sure. it just, I've lost, yeah, I can't do as much with my voice as I used to. So I've lost mm. a lot of colours, flexibility. Mm. Are you sure? Is that just you being a little bit judgmental on yourself? Um, no, no, because you know your voice. You know your voice and you know when things don't, 
go the same. Yeah, y- yeah you just know. But yeah, you know your voice. Right. You know what I'm talking yeah. about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So because it's all it's all linked. It's all the same tissue. Mm-hmm. When things swell there, they swell here. Yep. And your hormones, estrogen in particular, um, is a big contributing factor to what's happening vocally. It doesn't happen to everyone, but you know this is why back in the day, opera singers they wouldn't be booked during a certain part of their cycle because right. their cords were swollen yep. um, during and you just menopause. don't have yep. the same yep. flexibility. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So I've been working around that. Um, I still do some gigs. So I've got a blues soul kind of band um, that I do stuff with that I absolutely love. And so that's really a love job for me. Sure. I find singing the jazz is really nice and cruisy for me. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm still doing that, but not as much anymore. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. Life and restrictions, of course, they're in place. Yeah, that's right. So, you know, you just work around it and, you know, um, mm. I'll always sing for sure. But I guess, you know, be like a guitarist getting arthritis in his fingers or exactly. something. Exactly. Or RSI or something. Yeah. I have a friend when who's suffering from that. my hot flushes, flushes, whatever, what, you know, <laughs> oh, whatever. When I was having my moments, um, I also <laughs> spoke to one of our previous podcast guests, yeah. Dr. Greg Emerson. And you can check oh, him out. he's amazing. He mm. is amazing. Check him out. Mm-hmm. He's on Facebook and you can also join his Patreon page. He's got okay. a couple of things that he talks yeah. about yeah. when it comes to the female cycle. Yes. And he actually really, really helped me. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. So check that out. I will. I yeah, will. Are you, you might on tablets have like well, hormone I'm on replacement a cre- I'm thing. On a cream. Oh, okay. Um, a compounded cream that mm. uh, I put in various places. Yes. Um, but also, <laughs> I listened to him, and he talked a lot about how we need to put our vaginas towards the sun. Yes. Well, that's funny you said that because <laughs> yesterday. No, 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 no. Because well, it's not funny. Were you uh-huh. on the beach uh-huh. lately? Well, no, but I've been <laughs> naked sunbaking. It's the best. Yes. It's been. The, I mean, I can't say the neighbours saying the same thing. <laughs> but <laughs> are they complaining? The best for them. <laughs> yeah. But how amazing is it to mm. get that get sun your, hitting? Get your veg out. Right. Yeah. 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 It's more anti-cancer, but also it helps with everything. Mm. Yeah. Because we are part of right. the sun, the moon. The well, cycles, it's a, it's cleansing side. as yeah. well. UV. But it's just so cleansing. nice to have the sun. Just hit you. Yeah, I, was yeah. I was saying to somebody that I got a big <laughs> hit of vitamin D because of the surface area of my ass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I would have got a nice big vitamin D <laughs> intake there. It's more like your belly. Your yeah, that too. Well, that too. But I mean. Mm. But yeah, so I get, yeah, I'm with you on the sun. Yeah. No, that's amazing. There's so many other things we can do and just ha- check ourselves out with our vitamin intake and, yes. and our sun intake and also just that's following right. our circadian rhythms. Yes. Um, but yeah, you look like you're on top of that. Yeah. yeah. I think you would be tackling this as much as you tackle your amazing Pretty production much. company. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Attack. Oh, good. <laughs> now, so what else do you have coming up? Because I've seen a lot of different shows listed yeah. on your website. Have you performed most of those? Are some of them ideas in the making? Yeah. There's one in particular that um, I kind of have my eye on. Oh, was that uh, <laughs> Lady Soul? Yeah. Yes. It might be that one. I yes, don't know. Yes, yes. <laughs> so Lady Soul hasn't come out yet, but it is one that will. And yeah. so you. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? I don't Ooh. know. <laughs> I wonder why she brought it up. Yeah. I wonder why too. But of course, a lot of this stuff's been pushed. Back. Of course. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. um, why? <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong right now. No. Like everything is just golden. Yeah. But it it will it will happen. Mm. It will happen. So I mean, I I don't perform in the shows anymore, really. Sure. So Doris, yes, because 
You've really got to well, love who, Doris. Who, yeah. who and that's your, that's your signature. Because I remember when you released that one. And I think I was trying to get to it. And my band booked a gig. And so my fill-in singer went to it for me. And oh, she sent okay. me videos of oh, it. Oh, cool. And I was so like, oh, where does he? Yeah, mm. so that one I still sing in. Um, it's wonderful I sing in because it's just, it's all kind sure. of jazz, easy listening yep. classics, you know, and I love that stuff. But the rest of them, yeah, have other performers. Mm. So, yeah, what have we got coming up? Simon Gardner's Big Stadium Rock Show. So yep. Simon's amazing. He's the MD for um, Good Morning Vietnam. Right. Music from the Vietnam War era. So he's a, a rocker from way back. Um, and uh, so we've got the Big Stadium Rock Show coming up in October. All things going Our as fingers. planned. Yes. Um, what else have we got? I'm trying to think what's on the website, Lady Soul. Oh, but okay, so uh, Funny Girl, the Barbara Streisand story. Yeah, so I we mean. had definitely would love so to see, see that. So, see, there's another idea that that came in lockdown, the first lockdown, mm -hmm. when I was just listening to Barbara again because I grew up listening to yeah. her. I used to do my own amazing. Barbara concerts, right? Right. I'd yeah. have the lamp with the scarf over <laughs> it, I'd have the stool. No, I'm I, I kid you not. This was, you know, <laughs> I've I'd seen a Barbara concert when she's yes, like that. right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, I had it going on. My family would have to sit there, I'd have the hairbrush, you know, yes, it was, yes, exactly. It was, you know, full on. But um, I started really listening to her again. I mean, I always have, but really started again. I was like, oh, my God, I love Barbara. Nobody plays her stuff anymore. You mm, don't hear it. Why? Mm. Why? And I was like. Because she sues everyone. No, I'm kidding. No, that's totally. Because she's what? Not. I said she sues everyone. No, yeah. that's not true. That's <laughs> no, not no, true. She's, she's not true. the epitome of the, the songstress. Who oh. mm. Well, she's one of she's the original belters, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah she's oh, she and her. Ethel Merman and Absolutely. Judy Garland. All of those and ladies. And the pioneer because, you know, I mean, she she was pushing boundaries all the mm. time, that woman, mm. uh, you know, with directing, with producing both movies and her music, her albums. So she was really, um, you know, she's pretty a pretty amazing woman. She is, yeah. Um, and I did want to sing that one but vocally it's just you've you got to have yeah. the chops there and I was having issues and I thought, okay – and I'd seen um, there's a there's a trio up on the Sunshine Coast called the Kitty Cats, mm -hmm. um, and um, oh yeah, I just happened to see something on YouTube because I fo not YouTube Facebook I followed them and um, yeah I just saw Suzanne or heard her do some kind of riffing bit and usually no one stands out because they're a trio you know right. and they all blend kind of thing yeah but she did something I was like oh I like that that sounds good. So I kind of stalked her for a bit and just checked out other stuff. And, yeah, that was a total gut. I just went on my gut with that one. I was like, I think I'll see if she's if she likes Barbara first. Yeah, sure. And she was like, oh, I love Barbara. Yeah. So that worked out. And so we had – that was booked in for a morning melodies out at Redcliffe Entertainment Centre. Yeah. So we did that. And then they booked it again for next year for an evening show. And we've got – we had a sellout show at Caloundra. The Jay at Noosa, which has, was postponed, sure. and we've got it in venues next year. So that's a beautiful show. Very, And that's got Simon in it as well, yeah, Simon Chamberlain. it does yeah. have Simon Chamberlain yeah. because, of course, Barbara, you know, Guilty was one of her biggest albums mm. and uh, with Barry Gibbs. So, Yes. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, and right? Simon has a beautiful falsetto. He does. Yeah, yeah. he's lovely. He definitely needed somebody who could, uh, yeah, so do that. And, yeah, so he's uh, he's been a great addition to the show and, you know, sings, uh, also sings, uh, 
You Don't Bring Me Flowers, which mm-hmm. was a huge hit, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we've got that one. And then what else? Of course, Lady Soul, but that's not out yet. And uh, The Big yet. Swing Thing, which <laughs> has been put on hold, which and is... Melly and the Mad Men. Oh, yeah, that's just when I perform with the band. Yeah, so when we go and do... Weddings and things, yeah. Yada, yada. Yeah, that kind of thing. Night quarter, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Oh, I can't wait to go see that again. Yeah, same. And eat all the food. Yes, Yes, I know. I haven't tried those donut chips yet, though. Oh, my God, they have donut chips. Yes, they have donut chips. I don't know. With ice cream. Oh, Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Excuse me, (laughs) Miss Chicken Waffles? I mean, well, (laughs) yes, I do like chicken and waffles, (laughs) but... You just I bought a waffle maker. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and I have had chicken and waffles. Don't tell anybody. Um, <laughs> I won't so tell good. anyone if yeah. you don't tell I anyone. won't tell anybody. Oh, I better take this off the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> everybody knows. Everybody knows. Look, guys, let's just take a uh, short break and we'll be back with our open up. Yes, we will. That's Not Canon is a community committed to giving new podcasters a platform to share their voices and have some fun. If you would like to get started podcasting or simply enjoyed this podcast and would like to find out more, you can head over to our website at thatsnotcanon.com. If you simply want to support us and what we do, we would very much welcome your patronage at patreon.com forward slash thatsnotcanon. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, and we've been having a fantastic chat with Mel Evans of Melly Melody. Melly Melody. Melly Melody. Melly Melody. Melly Melody. Melly Melody. You've got it. <laughs> That's right. It's our new uh, vocal warm-up tongue twister. <laughs> right. <laughs> Should be used. So now we are going to play our favorite game, Open Up, brought to you by the wonderful makers, Wiggity Bang. Um, Mel, we'd love for you to draw a straw. Okay. Mel from mellymelody.com.au. That's yes. it. <laughs> Who am I asking this question to? Uh, oh, and you're going to ask me first. Okay. I can't read upside down, so oh, I'll just right. turn it that way. <laughs> Asabi. Yes. If you needed an organ transplant, would you accept one from a serial killer? Oh. Well, if it were a healthy organ, yes. But they say that the I know uh, what the yeah. psych or the, the, the psyche of the... goes into the organs. Mm. That's true. Mm. They do say that. They do say that. Um, I would welcome it. No. Um, <laughs> not necessarily. Uh, yeah, I would. I mean, if my life depended on it and I knew that the organ was healthy, I wouldn't really want to know where the organ came from or from who. I would just say, don't tell me. I concur. I think mm. if it was to save your life, mm. I'd do it. I don't. Do they tell you where it comes from? I think you have an option of finding out. Yeah. Um, okay. Australia's organ donations are a little bit different than uh. Americans. So the stuff that we know about organ donation is a lot of American TV shows. I used to work <laughs> in an organ yeah. transplant clinic. Ah. So yeah. It's very. Hence it's very the knowledge. S- yes, she it's knows. It's yeah. very. Uh, it's very private. Mm. Yeah. You don't really find out. Right. But if it was a serial killer, I don't know if it would actually happen in Australia, but because of the fact that if he was a serial killer and he died in. In mm. jail, mm. there's mm-hmm. also a lot of transmittable diseases exactly. that they wouldn't be able to check for. So yeah. I'm actually going straight to the factual part of it. I'll bring that back and answer <laughs> the question. Um, of course I would. Yeah. Of course I would. Because <laughs> if, it, if somebody's going to die, and especially if they're a serial killer and they've already a, you know proven that they have been, then they deserve to die. Oh, and I deserve to live. <gasps> oh, that 
nothing wrong it's in true. saying how you feel. Right. Exactly. It's and true. I it's follow truthful. the medical medium. If it's a liver, I know how to cleanse the shit out of that. <laughs> to get rid of to get rid of that terrible serial killer vibe. Just smudge it. Just smudge the <laughs> whole corn, and you've been preparing with the wine. Yes. Well, it's, clean, well, it's cleansing. Yes. It's Jesus cl- likes wine. <laughs> yes, he does. It worked for him. He likes it so much that he would rather have wine than water. <laughs> That's exactly right. Right. Him. If Jesus will have it, then, you know, there's nothing wrong with drinking. Would you accept <laughs> an organ? Heck yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. I mean, what I if it was an eye? And you started seeing weird images <laughs> well of then the serial you know killer what <laughs> and what they've done. Well, you know what would happen, don't you? You'd make a musical about yes. it. Yes. Yeah. I'd turn it go. into a show. That yeah. would be <laughs> fan. I would watch Wouldn't that it? show. I would oh, watch that show. There's there got to be a show in that. There's got to be a show. in our eyes. I think there's a show I think there was a show where... Serial killer in all of us or something? No, no it was I a heart. Yeah, okay, you're right. Was Michael Douglas in that? Maybe. I know there was definitely a book. What's that? Jodie Picoult wrote a book about that where a daughter received oh, a heart fo- no it wasn't no. that one it was a different one Jolly? um i don't remember Jolly i have it it's it's a it's in here somewhere it's one of her novels but she yeah the daughter received the heart of an ex-con or something Aww. like that and christian yeah. slater received the heart of a monkey in the movie <laughs> that he did once <laughs> i was gonna say what is that outbreak <laughs> yeah <laughs> I can't remember the name I believe the anything these days. Yeah. It it's real news. It is real news. Okay, yeah. there mm. you go. But yeah, um, that. once again, we're taking our information and knowledge from movies, which yes. probably is not very accurate. Not a hundred percent. Yes, unless well, it's a it's documentary. Been an absolute pleasure talking to you today, and I loved uh, learning a little bit more about you. I'd love to talk to you again and see after COVID what. What happens with all your shows mm. and the ideas we're about to give you? Yeah, that's great. right. <laughs> oh, thanks for having me in to have a chat and get excited about talking about the shows. And uh, thanks for putting on this wonderful wine. No that's worries. Been great. And the cat that has scratched my leg to oh, pieces. I apologize. Danger money. Ask for danger money if you yeah. come on this show. No, <laughs> I'm only kidding. I'll give you five cents. <laughs> <laughs> no. Five cents and some ointment. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, Asabi, as well, for having me on. And no, it's been a pleasure. For it's been great guessing with you guys. Yeah, yeah, we've had a great time. So now, everyone, we will put up some social media links so you can find out more about Mel Evans and all of the beautiful productions that she's doing. And this is Asabi. And this is Vanessa. And together we are Wine and Sympathy. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.